That's on that one. Yeah, our fire engine. So I'm recording from my hotel room. You're recording from your office at work? Yeah. Awesome. There's a fire station around the corner. Talk to you, perfect. What's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Dodgeball Podcast. I am still in my little impromptu sound crappy internet booth studio thing. Um, but, uh, you know, this will be a quick episode. Kind of want to lay the groundwork for the rest of the year and, and chat and catch up with uh, with Justin. And Justin, how you doing, man? Not too bad. How you doing, Steve? Pretty good. Um, glad you're still around. For now. This, this should be the last episode. And, and with that, you know, I wanted to kind of tease some of the things that um you know you have planned um i know sergio's running full steam ahead with the international scene um already pulling for questions um and um it's really cool getting a chance to, to listen to his interview with the um the, the freaking president of the wdbf so that was awesome but um that's really cool yeah and, like, it, it it was timed well with the that announcement of you know this i forget his name but um patrick's name i think who brought like Coca-Cola to soccer, or he has some mm-hmm. kind of like big yeah, the, marketing, um, the marketing expert. Yeah, so hopefully when I come back, you know, dodgeball is blown up, and you know, it's uh, it's where we want it. But um, yeah, I guess just uh, more to follow with that. Sort of really good at posting his intent, but with you, um, I mean, it only took what two two months, three months to get the nationals out of the way. Yeah, I don't get that out of the way. Took a lot. It definitely took a lot longer than I think we anticipated, but I think. I was really happy with how it came out in the long run. I mean, besides the fact that we had the same finals as last year's, which, you know, definitely could be. But uh, I would have loved for us to end up having a little bit more of a controversial finals than the uh, the obvious answer. But maybe the obvious answer is always the best answer. Well, the thing is, like, every vote or every every pick that we had mirrored the uh, the, the votes. So... I mean, obviously, as you would expect, the the finals between Crisis and Heat was, you know, I think a difference of like five or six votes. I mean, I would love to see that rematch with both teams in, in tip-top shape. And, um, you know, we we kind of had to deal with the fact that we didn't really get to see an actual brand new rise. So, I mean, it wasn't really a shock um, based on what the, the votes were. We're saying and, and how you know meticulous uh, Lou was with his um, spreadsheet. Like that thing is incredible. Like, yeah, the spreadsheet is awesome. Yeah, and there's there's a real good reason as to why this took so long because um, you know again, as probably sound like a broken record, but this is laying the the foundation or the groundwork for way more in depth recaps um, or hypotheticals. Um, so. You know, while this took so long, a lot of it, you know, was just bad timing around the holidays, but a lot of it was just refining our process. And um, I mean, if you listen to the, the first episode versus the last one, I mean, we had a rhythm, we had a cadence, you know, Lou had the pass to victory. We announced every single roster. I don't really think we did that during the birthday clash, not nearly as in depth. So, no, um, definitely not in that depth. Yeah. And I hope it, hope it was worth the wait, but, you know, it, it definitely will pave the way for, for better episodes. Um, fictional or real tournaments and um you know with that so you know i kind of wanted to 
you know, just talk about, you know, what the future looks like, what the rest of the season is going to look like with me stepping out. Um, and with that, I mean, what's, what do you got next in the shoot? So currently I'm working on doing the women's nationals with Jenny. Um, I'm working, talking to Shelby Grimes on the West coast, also talking with Sammy Barrett and Samantha Girardi from the East coast. I need to reach out to some more South people to try to get people in the South. I've talked to, I've talked through Vaughn about Marie joining us, but I need to reach out to Marie. I reach out to Rolina, but haven't heard back. I'd love to have Rolina uh, with us for it just because she was so vital in us being able, being able to do our, our other versions with all of her spreadsheets that she did. I would love to have her involved. Um, and then Joquel and I are going to work on a co-ed one as well coming up after that. So we've got a bunch, you know, two more national tournaments, hypothetical national tournaments that we're going to do. Um, and then I'll get back onto the, the interview series. Um, I know there was a couple people you had left on your list that people had requested. So I'd probably pick up from there. And if anyone else was wanting to be interviewed, I'd love to interview people. Um, so let me know. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I want to go back to Relina. Um, I almost want to say like the unsung hero when it came to these uh, recaps. I mean, even I feel like she, was like the silent, she was like the silent partner. I feel like we mentioned her almost in every podcast. Yeah. We're just going to have to like assume she's there listening or with us. Um, I mean, if she wants to come on and help out, that'd be fantastic. But if she's down with us utilizing her product and, you know, continues to show the support and the funny emojis, then, you know, we'll take it. But um, I did get one request from Nick Factorin this morning or last night on the Discord, which is, is slow to, to, to run. But once I figure out, maybe you're now, what Discord is really capable of, we'll probably use that as another means of, of talking about episodes and maybe even utilizing some of its uh, uh, capabilities to record. But uh, Nick wanted to talk about, and he, he said he'd be willing to, to guest host this one, is what does Dodgeball look like in the future? Um, I think like 5, 10, 50 years from now. And, um, you know, with the announcement of the new partner for the WDBF, it, it, it kind of, I feel like it's a, it's a good opportunity to kind of, you know, go off that steam and just think about, you know, what would sponsorship look like? What would um, Dodgeball in a post-COVID world look like? What would it look like if the, the second we get a, an actual professional team? What does that look like? So um, I'm looking forward to hearing that wherever I'm at. Because um, I know Nick's been pretty awesome. He's been on the, on the podcast. So um, a lot of this is just basically, you know, crowdsourced. It, it always has been. Most people, um, you know, I've, I've said I've got my list of people I want to interview. But if somebody wants to tell their story or share their experience or it's recommended from somebody else, I'll usually prioritize that. So, you know, we'll, we'll try to keep the, um, the Facebook, uh, thread updated with incoming episodes, but, um, it, you know, it's like I've been saying, if, if we're not playing dodgeball, we'll be talking about it, but, uh, that's pretty much, uh, I don't want to say it's a done deal. Um, it's gonna be really strange kind of walking away and, um, I might have one interview lined up that I'll just drop before I take off out of here. But if not, uh, I mean, that's pretty much going to be it for me. So I guess, um, and I'm still hoping that at some point, maybe, maybe with the time zone difference, we can do, you know, a check in 10 minutes, 15 minutes with you at some point when you're over there as well. I don't know what your, your capability in terms of internet and that kind of stuff is, but I think, um, the community would love to be able to check in with you and see if you're, how you're doing. I'm currently talking to, the guy I'm going to replace 
uh, via WhatsApp every now and then. Like he's yeah. when he's when he's set and in place for a couple of weeks, um, he's usually reachable. So maybe I can I can do some kind of weird. I mean, probably no no better than what I've got now from you know off my phone, which is really weird. But um, yeah, I mean, it's not all some pictures or uh, cursy guys out through Facebook every time I hear a bad yeah. word slip by or something. Yeah, maybe I'll just start cursing constantly on the podcast now that you're not here. Yep. It's, uh, <laughs> it's absurd. Joe wants to be able to edit that out. So yeah, I will, uh, at least I'll work towards getting my uh, clean label rating back up. But, you know, it's you got your own style. Sergio has his own. Um, so, you know, obviously, it's a good chance I'll try, to not, I'll try not to curse as much as possible. <laughs> I appreciate it. But, um, I think, uh, I mean, like I said, just really wanted this to be a quick check-in um, just because of the, the internet is really crappy here in my room, uh, kind of throws off my plans just a little bit, but um, yeah, I really, I'm not sweating too much, man. Like it, it's already mid-March, but we still have got what, maybe nine, 10, 11 months of content left. So I mean, the, um, way, I, the way I do ma- national podcasts, I mean, it's got at least, at least what, four months left of just national podcasts. <laughs> I mean, is is there anything going on in dodgeball right now? I mean, I, I just saw Cody Stidham had a, I think a two v two somewhere in, in Texas. I mean, I saw someone posted that. I mean, I don't know if this is just Facebook, but someone posted something about how they're now allowing people that are vaccinated to be maskless or to be in the same place with with each other or something like that. So if everyone gets vaccinated in dodgeball, we can start playing dodgeball again. Yeah, so I mean, no, no small order there. Have Have you been vaccinated? No, not yet. I'm not in the the right bracket in terms of being vaccinated. I'm guessing you're vaccinated. That's so wild. Um, I could. I, I can get the Moderna or Moderna, whatever, whichever one it is. Um, mm-hmm. I was gonna get it to uh, yesterday actually, but I ended up getting sucked into uh, another briefing. So, um, I imagine before I'm actually overseas, I'll get it. But um, I'm going to try soon because I guess if you've had COVID, the first one's bad. The second one is all right. So they want, they recommend oh, so I knock out. I've heard it the other way around. I've heard the second one is, or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's, oh yeah, maybe it's the second one is not bad if you've had COVID. The second one's really bad if you had, haven't had COVID, I guess. Yeah, that, that's what I was hearing. So we'll see. And then, I mean, I still wonder if I really got COVID just because it was, you know, I've had worse colds and, you know, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just lucky that you know for some reason it, I didn't react to it as bad. And I'm really glad I didn't give it to anybody else. But we'll see. I mean, you're also oh. not in the age range that things would be bad. I mean, that's the thing. You know, for the most part, people in your you know our age range and younger, it's not been very bad for you know it's a it's a bad flu. For most yep. people. So. Yeah. No, I was really lucky to shrug it off, and at the worst, just be inconvenienced for you know seven days. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's it's just weird because, like, the fact that people have to wait for it is really kind of crappy, um, especially those that are, like, really, really paranoid or, you know, are just – because, you know, you know I, I when this first happened, ironically, a year ago, I was very dismissive, like, whatever. It's, you know, bird flu, mm-hmm. H1N1, um, swine flu, like, SARS, yeah. whatever, uh, no big deal. And then I started to see, like, oh, man, like, what if I'm, I'm fine but I give it to somebody that's – got some condition that it triggers so i started to get a little bit more respectful of it 
And um, it just sucks that people have to wait. Like we have a really nice elderly lady that helps us with our, our soldiers. She's like our family readiness um, person. And she keeps talking about how she's on a list. And it's like, it just sucks. That you, if you really want this thing, you have to wait. Like that's, that just doesn't sound right. Um, and before I go off into a, a tirade about society right now, I might just stop myself, but it's just wild that you guys have to wait. Um, and here I am just like, no, I'm going to take my time. I'll, I'll decide when I want to get it. Yeah. I mean, then you have the other side where people are like sneaking in and get it and jumping the line and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, there's two sides to each coin. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, I think paper now. if I was eligible for it and, you know, I could sign up for it, I would do it, but I just haven't had the, the, you know, the mark checked off on my, you know, people that can do it yet. Well, I think I saw something in the news where uh, Biden ordered or is on track to order millions more. So hopefully we get to see a lot of people on this on this list get it. Yeah, it seems like they're definitely on track to, like, I would say by, like, quarter, you know, Q4, like, September. I feel like we're definitely going to be over that herd immunity or, you know, the majority of population. I feel like we're going to be past that that threshold, you know, whatever that's 65 or 70% if things yeah. continue. But I mean, the question is whether we hit this, there is the possibility that we hit a level of people that are just like, I'm not doing it, you know, like we have with other vaccines. No, no, we totally are. I mean, I almost want to say it to each their own, but I mean, there's people that don't even want to wear a mask. So oh, man, I cuss. Uh -huh. People don't even want to wear a, a freaking mask. And so I can't imagine like we can't expect everyone to get these shots and then now you have Texas, like, yeah, you know, free-for-all, Leroy Jenkins into 2021. Say, the mask is much easier to wear here in the East Coast when it's cold as, as, as balls. <laughs> in uh, Arizona when it's hot or, like, you know, somewhere like somewhere else, it probably is a lot harder to wear a mask all the time. But here it's almost like wearing, like, a scarf, like an extra layer of protection from the cold. So it's not I, uh, to wear it during the winter. It feels weird without it. It's become such a... An extension of my body now like i went to um, a circle k and i forgot my mask like heaven forbid and i was walking around, like i feel weird and, I, and it sucks i was in uniform too so i'm like i feel really strange like what, what's going on yeah. and i you know I, am i wearing pants yes okay do i have a shirt on correct it's like what's I'm, oh my god i don't have my mask and thankfully i've got a backup one in one of my millions of pockets but i was like holy crap man that felt so weird um yeah. i never want to go back there again but yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, I would hope that people get vaccinated, at least dodgeball players, so that way we have dodgeball going on in the future. Um, I will try to find a way to play dodgeball while I'm out there, if that's possible. I, I from understand the gyms are opening up again, and um, at the base I'm at, they did have dodgeball tournaments once upon a time, so maybe I can yeah. kind of stay in somewhat shape. You can resurrect your Tucson dodgeball days. Might have to. Might have to organize one if I if I've got the time, so, and then, um, well, if we need I to know, send you ball, if we need to send you balls, well, I'm sure we can gather enough, gather up people who will send you balls. I would hope so. Yeah. Send me a care package of, of balls. Of deflated <laughs> balls. Yes, please. Well, I know, I know you're, you're almost pressed with time, but what's, uh, what's it like over there right now? Um, are you guys still on lockdown? I mean, I, I'm so used to just the way things have become now and I'm already naturally Things like are pretty shut in. Open here. I mean, you know, 
I mean, I guess open is relative, but New York City, I mean, I think if you were to come to New York City, you'd be like, wow, there's a lot of people all over the place. I mean, this is less people than there are normal, like in a normal time, but there are tons of people out all over the place. You know, everyone's wearing masks and, you know, there's lots of like little huts now all over the place. Every restaurant has like a little hut they put out inside um, for people to eat sort of outside in a hut, but it's not really like, sort of it just feels like indoors, but. um, So weird. Yeah. I'm not really sure why it's any safer than being in the restaurant, but. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just, there's a lot of people out. I mean, yesterday was 65 degrees. Um, I took my son to the playground yesterday and everyone in the neighborhood was out, you know, everyone's wearing masks and everyone's being respectful and being six feet apart, but people are ready to be out. Yeah. People are not, are not staying inside anymore. Well, I mean, I almost want to say that's good, but at the same time, I, I, I really as long as people are staying away and respecting other people's, um, you know, boundaries, um, it's hard, man. Like it, this last year was, was wild. And, um, I just hope that this, this coming year is a lot better for everybody, a lot easier. Um, I cannot applaud, you know, Jenny and, um, uh, Brad miles and, uh, Tori and Markel and all these guys that have done everything in their power to keep people connected and talking um even drew mm-hmm. when he popped up um but i feel like one of the biggest things that hit the dodgeball community was just the inability to see each other and you know with all the all the controversy that was going on all the stuff that you know can be misconstrued or, or taken as opposed and just seeing the division that happened i really do hope that at least when i get back we're, we're not in that situation anymore and you know being able to go outside and and appreciate the things that we love and you know being able to just have some kind of semblance of, of normal life. I really hope that we, we get to see that more and more. So it's kind of good for me to hear that people are, are outside and getting to be human beings again. So, but uh, Friday will be a year that my office closed. I mean, I never stopped going cause I was always in the office, but it was the Friday will be, will be one year since everyone else left the office and I'm the only one who's ever wow. back in the office, which is pretty crazy. Real quick, when when did it hit you that life was going to be different for the unforeseeable future? I mean, it was like it was like March 11th. They were like, "Tomorrow the office is shutting down for two weeks." It was the idea. It was going to shut down for two weeks, and we're now going on two years. We're now going on a year. Dang, it's crazy. I mean, I, I always sort of said this to everyone else, but like because I go to work every day and I haven't not had a day to go to work. Uh, this whole pandemic has been totally different for me than like, I feel like a lot of people who stayed home for months and didn't go out and that kind of stuff. Like I legitimately have not had a day where I have not gone to work. I took, I took three days off to go on a vacation. We like rented a house and stayed in a house. But besides for that, I've been in work every single day. So the pandemic has been weirdly, not hit me in a weird way, I guess, because I always go to work. Yeah. I can't say that I'm normal. Same. I mean, being on full time, um, obviously we had to respond and spin up a whole nother task force. So, um, I've had the, the first the fortune I was lucky enough to actually stay working, but 
to be able to, mm -hmm. to at least go to another location and, and get that, I guess that social interaction, you know, I never really, I didn't think about it too much because I just personally, nothing really much has changed other than I'm not going to dodgeball tournaments or playing dodgeball. But, um, you know, I found ways to work out when I could, how I could. And then because of this deployment, I've been, you know, head down, focused on this entirely. So, you know, I've, I've been really lucky too to be able to maintain most of my lifestyle. But um, I know a lot of people were, were definitely impacted and just the thought of like being quarantined for so long, man, it's, it's nice. But uh, yeah, I don't, hopefully I don't it gets do better. well staying at home anyway. So like, I don't know if I would have lasted being quarantined. I, I have, I have, it, I guess the, it's not admire, but I, I respect anyone who could, you know, stay home as long as they have, you know, and go through all the stuff. I, I am not as good a person as you are to do that. Yeah, I can't say the same either. Um, coming from being able to, to, you know, like I said, have a job still and, and leave the house. But, um, well, on a happy note, I mean, let's leave on a happy note. So <laughs> more dodgeball well, coming up. and Exactly. I hope well, you uh, enjoy your time away. I know that it's going to be hard for you. We will miss you here stateside. I'll miss I'll my side conversations with you that aren't even recorded. So, Yeah, that's the black holes, like the offline conversations that, you know, lead up to or close after an episode. Those are always great. But um, yeah, the hour and a half that we do. <laughs> but we went for like another hour after the, the Nationals recap, didn't we? Yeah, every single and episode, I think. It's like par for the course now. Yeah. Well, feelings mutual, man. And obviously I'll talk to you offline. Um, but for the sake of this episode, uh, you know, I appreciate you and Sergio so much for, for stepping up and continuing this and knowing that, um, you know, leaving in good hands and I'll actually have something to listen to as well while I'm out there when I can, but, um, you know, I don't want to have more, more of your time. So what we'll do, man, is we'll go ahead and end the episode there. All right. So that wraps up a rather quick episode for this week of the dodgeball podcast. And, uh, pretty much, uh, like Justin said, there's, there's a few episodes that are kind of in the works in the, uh, preliminaries, I guess, uh, you could say, and we're also waiting on Sergio's interview, uh, for the international series. But, um, you know, as we kind of mentioned slash teased, um, there's definitely a lot of hypotheticals in route. And then once that's done, uh, we'll have Justin get into some of the interviews. So, as I've been saying, if you are interested in guest hosting, um, this is a great opportunity to do so. Any topic goes, as long as it's, um, I guess, you know, relatively PC and dodgeball related. But um, you know, for the most part, it's it's been a it's been a great ride, five seasons, and um, I'm at a point where I feel like I can confidently leave and know that I'll have something to come back to, and I'm very excited for that. So. Um, if I can't get that last episode interview slash internet figured out, um, this will be it. Um, I know I've probably been saying goodbye or at least teasing my goodbye for quite some time now, but, um, if for some reason I'm not able to, um, complete that episode, um, I wish everyone a very happy, very safe, very productive, and hopefully dodgeball and social field, uh, rest of 2021 i'll be available at some point in some facets um i mean it is 2021 so there's pretty much internet everywhere and um i look forward to when i can come back to the dodgeball scene and podcast and chat with everybody and maybe one day share the court with you all so 
that all being said, uh, best of luck to Justin and Sergio. Um, if you're still with me, thank you so much for, for doing so as always. Have a great rest of your evening, a great rest of your week, a great weekend, a great rest of your 2021. And I will see you all very soon.